Chaz McCormick returned. Hensley hit a home run. Brown started hot, but the tables turned late in the game as the Angels defeated the Astros in the first game of three-game series. Let's talk about this and what the Astros need to do to fix it in the next two games on this edition of Locked on Astros. Alvarez, it's a high drive center field. Veer leans back. This game is turned upside down. There's the runner. Fly ball down the right field line. Tucker comes on. Kyle Tucker. This time they finish the job. We are Locked On Houston Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked On Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at EricTalkStros. You find the show at Locked On Astros. Yes, even after the Astros lose... We are still locked on Houston Astros. Brett, where can I find you at? They can find me at HM Warehouse on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. They can find me at Stros411 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Always positive, always Stros. If you can't tell, I'm a little frustrated. I was um, out with some friends today, and I was watching that, what, that third inning, and it seemed like everything was going right for the Astros. I mean, I know that Brown gave up a run already, but you had uh, Bregman get that triple. You had a lot of things going right. You had a Brayu get a double, and you had the Astros score three runs. And it's like, this is the game. This is the game. The offense finally breaks out. But unfortunately, thank you for making Lockdown Astros podcast your first listen every day. <laughs> You can go ahead and subscribe to us on YouTube. Make us your first listen on Apple, Odyssey, Spotify, wherever you listen to your podcast. Go and check out the Lockdown Astros podcast. Yes, that was an awkward transition on purpose because I had nothing else to say because I know the Astros scored another run on a David Hensley home run that gave them the lead four to three at the time. This was just a weird game, Brett. Well, game. he did give up a home run to the home run leader, for the Angels, Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro's having a year. Nine right. home runs for him. Um, Trout has eight, and Otani has seven. Shoot, Rendon even has a home run this year. I mean, these these cats are hitting the ball out of the park. They're only second behind the Rays in home runs total. That first deep ball by Hunter Renfro, you're like, okay, they got him there. But, man, I like when Hunter Brown's ticked off. He got ticked off. He threw a ball 99 in the zone to get a strikeout and he tried to, you know, he kind of leveled things off, came back strong. The Astros went up three extra base hits in a row. Like you mentioned, Bregman's triple, Jordan Alvarez's double, then a Brayu's double, which extended to a triple because of an error. And so you're up three to one and you think, okay, they're going to put seven, eight, nine runs on the board. They're going to keep going. Every time the Astros scored, the Angels had a counter and who did they counter with? Otani doubled, and then Rendon singled, and Otani got the third. Taylor Ward scored. They got out of the inning with it tied, not giving up the lead. You're thinking, okay, all we got to do is score another run, right? And who's up to bat? David Hensley. You don't expect David Hensley to hit a home run. Why? It was actually a home run. And so he does that. They go up four to three. You're like, yes, but wait. They have Otani, and they have this guy, Taylor Ward, 
was hitting the cover off the ball. He had a career game. Taylor Ward owned Hunter Brown, for lack of a better term. He was actually three for four. All three of his hits were against Hunter Brown. Eric, this is just one of those frustrating games that when the Astros got the three runs, he said the Astros need to score more. The Astros need to keep scoring because the Angels can score runs. And their pitchers gave you plenty of opportunities to make things happen. So if you're interested in listening to the game and all of (laughs) the pitches, the plays, the home runs, the misses, the strikeouts, whatever it is, the Astros and Angels are on at 8.38 p.m. Central Standard Time, Tuesday night. If you're listening on Tuesday tonight, Sirius XM, go to the SXM app and search Astros. You can hear all the Locked on Astros podcasts here pretty soon as they all get uploaded to Sirius XM Radio as an extra bonus. All right. Yeah, I'm excited about that matchup for um, you have. It's going to be from Valdez versus Shohei Itani. That's going to be definitely a big matchup. But this is one of the games that you expected the Astros to win. Hunter Brown has been pitching really good this year. And it just wasn't his typical game, and he only lasted what four and two thirds innings, I think it was. Four and one third. Four and one thirds. Oh, geez, that was yeah. even worse. And this is the second straight game that a Astros starter almost gave up ten runs. He gave up, sorry, ten hits. He gave up nine hits, four earned runs, one walk, three strikeouts. His ERA is still respectful, three point twenty three. What do the Astros have to do? I mean. It just seems well, like you have some good news. Hey, Chaz McCormick's back, ladies and gentlemen. Chaz McCormick made a great catch. Chaz McCormick was 0 for 4 at the plate. Yonder right. Diaz made an amazing throw. Um, second best pop time in Major League Baseball. Looking more and more like he deserves more and more starts behind the plate. He hit a ball to center field at one point that looked like it was going out, but he was 0 for 3. Pena was 0 for 4. Tucker was 0 for 4. A big gaping hole from Tucker to Diaz. Hensley, the ninth hitter, even contributed with the home run. Dubon got on base, got a hit. Bregman had a multi-hit game. Alvarez had a multi-hit game. Abreu got in the mix, but it simply wasn't enough. I liked the Seth Martinez coming in because he was able to shut the door. He was able to kind of stop the bleeding a little bit. And Nerys came in and pitched a pitched a good inning, got a strikeout. So your relief pitchers at the time are doing their job. No runs are getting across the plate. And then Rafael Montero. Rafael Montero had a 1.41 whip, I believe. In May, he had only given, I mean, in April, he had only given up two runs. But in May, one and two-thirds innings, he's given up seven runs. He's given up seven runs. Why Brian Abreu isn't in that eighth inning with a tie ball game? And I know he pitched the day before and he got three strikeouts. Why he's not in there after what he did yesterday, it was one inning. It wasn't a massive inning. It wasn't a, it was, he had three strikeouts. One inning, get Abreu in there. Let him, let him keep the game at four so that you could go into the ninth. And if you get a run, maybe you can steal a win in Anaheim. But instead, Montero just leaving pitches over the plate, either throwing them out of the zone or throwing them up there for anybody to hit. It was just a poor showing. But then again, the offense did only score four runs. And with the way this ball club's hitting, the Angels, you can't give up four runs and expect to win. Yes, for sure. And uh, I don't want to kind of um, go to a little break on a little bad news here, but the Astros are three and seven in their last 10 games. That's okay. It, it uh, is that's what it is. Not good news. And uh, I, what do we do from here? So it's like if you're betting on the Astros, 
what do you do? Well, you probably don't bet on them. You bet against them at this point. Make every moment more with FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's right. I said that. Always positive, always strows. But what I'm positive about is that the NBA playoffs are here. And FanDuel is the place to go. Because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. So if your first bet was with the Astros tonight, you didn't win, you would have got $1,000 back. There's no better place to bet on all playoff action for the NBA. That's America's number one sports book. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn today and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Um, Guys, I know I'm playing the like paranoid, like the sky is falling tonight, but I'm actually, I mean, I'm semi-worried. I'm not over, I'm not the fan that's about to say the sky is falling or um, just have a heart attack or anything like that. But there is some things to be alarmed about. The fact that the bullpen that the Astros, that carried the Astros during the 2022 season, it's not the same bullpen. Montero is not the same pitcher. And I know that you said, well, why didn't they use Abreu in back-to-back days in that situation? But um, I think that it was a tie game. In a tie game, you don't really bring in Abreu. You bring in somebody like Montero or Stanek to kind of do that. But, but not, Montero but not. has not been pitching like Montero exactly. has supposed to be doing. I know, but Dusty Baker's gonna Dusty Baker. He has this, you know, as a teacher, we get accused of having lesson plans that have been laminated since 1976. And like whoa, 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 we whoa. have these papers I was, that, that I was one in 1976. Now, well, you know, what I mean, but uh, they're like you, uh, you have to change with the times is what I'm trying to get at. And you can't keep on using the same lessons that we use that teachers use in 1976. You got like it. Montero. Change. Yes. So you, <laughs> like can't, Montero. you can't go with the same routine you did in 2022 because well, this hold on. is a new team. But Dusty Baker goes with the same cats it, like. He, he goes in the I'm same saying, order. I know. So, oh, oh, I thought you were saying like our our criticism of Dusty, like we can't go with Abreu. Like, oh, you're saying you no, can't you keep can't. going in Montero. Yeah, you can't go with okay. the same thing okay. you did last year in 2022. Okay. See, I was a little hypersensitive. You're you're being critical of Dusty, not critical of me. I'm, I'm being critical <laughs> of the situation. I mean, I if understand. it's Dusty, whatever. I don't care at this point. It's just like it's frustrating the fact that the Astros have dropped three games in a row, and they're for the first time since they were nine and ten, they are now a game below 500. I am not overly concerned. I am a little worried. Uh, but well, I know that the fact that Michael Brantley, we don't know when he's coming back. We do know that he's with the Astros. We do know that he's not going to come back on Tuesday. Right. There's a chance he may come back on Wednesday, but we don't know. There could be a chance he comes back on Friday. We don't know because the Astros don't say anything till game time. And we barely found out today that Chaz McCormick's officially coming back and Ryland Bannon. I mean, I have so many fond memories of his time with the Houston Astros. I can count them on my fingers. Maybe I can't. Uh, I don't. I, no, I, mean, I really he doesn't have any. He is zero. Poor Ryland. He he's such a he's such a speedy runner to first when he grounds out. Um, 
But I digress. Jose Altuve is actually back in Houston, was taking BP right. in Sugarland. So he is probably going to be announced, I would think, within the next couple of days of a 10-day IL stint. Once he does that, the clock starts. He gets his rehab starts in Sugarland. So you yeah. could see probably Jose Altuve playing Sugarland. Yeah. Be on the lookout for that. That'll be fun. After the show yesterday, there were sources on Facebook that had a picture of Jose Altuve um, go, um, at the airport in Seattle flying home to Houston. Sources, sources from say, Facebook? Sources oh, well. from Facebook say. Hey, Altuve are they like sources? Hey, speaking of sources, did you see John Boy jump, nope. like step in it today? So John Boy got on the mic with Jake and they said that someone, this is unconfirmed, they said, but someone within the Yankees organization told them, that Rodon might not even make it back this season. And Rodon's wife went on Twitter and said, I mean, she blasted him. She's like, basically, shut the hell. She went after him and said, y'all don't know what the heck you're talking about. It was funny. You know, people take sources pretty seriously. That's why we don't try to fake anything that we know. We we tell you what we know for sure. And if we don't know, we'll let you know that because I don't want to be caught in that situation. But hey, the Mariners lost today. The Mariners lost despite winning the last two games to the Rangers, two to one. But there's, we're supposed to see them rise. That's what we no, heard. All see yesterday. them, see them at seventeen and eighteen with us. So they are enjoying third place with us. They are in the same company. They're six and four. The AOS is a bastion yeah. of mediocrity or below. Other than the Rangers, you got to hand it to the Rangers. They're twenty-one and thirteen. They've got the second best record, no, the third best record in the AL, right behind Baltimore by percentage points. Baltimore's 22 and 13. Tampa's 29 and 7. Minnesota's 19 and 16. Those are your top teams right now in the AL. I don't anticipate Texas to stay on top. I don't anticipate the Angels to stay where they are, but I'm telling you. If this is a two-horse race and it's not Seattle and it's not L.A., it's going to be us and the Rangers. And that may actually be kind of fun towards the end. All right. So I know EC says AL West is sucking, so that's a plus. Misery loves company. Um, Yes and no. I think we actually have more competition this year. We have more teams in it. So that's one of the reasons why you have the teams beating up on each other. But look at the AL East, you have the Yankees in fifth oh, yeah. place at a 19 and 17 record. They're all they are not sucking in the AL West, AL East. Well, but there. the Yankees are only four and six in their last 10. The Yankees haven't exactly been hitting the cover off the ball, they just got a really good jump out to a good lead, right. and they've slowly come back down to earth. So, and the Red Sox are playing out of their mind right now, and it, it, it's hard to show it because at 21 and 15. They're in fourth place. And so the AL Central is the team, the division that's sucking. Yeah. The AL Central does, they look, they look worse than we do. We at least have two teams over 500, one of which is not us. <laughs> this game, this game no, sucks. The Tigers look, play the Astros no, all the time. <laughs> there, no, they should not play. They should play us all the time for their sake, not for ours. Good God. I don't know if I could continue as a baseball fan. But, Eric, this was a game that got away. This yeah. was a game that you should have had, um, especially when someone like David Hensley hits his first extra base hit, when Bregman goes out and gets the doubles. When, when Now, Jordan trying to extend a single to a double, 
Big fella, I love you. I love everything Jordan does. Get this. Get this. With runners in scoring position, Jordan Alvarez is hitting. I'm sorry, with yeah, with runners in scoring position, he's hitting 500. With runners in scoring position with two outs, he's hitting like 600. The Anaheim announcers talked about that tonight on the broadcast. The Angels announcers. He's having a great year offensively, but he can't do it all. Kyle Tucker, look, the Astros hit a lot of BBs tonight. They hit balls straight to players. They had expected batting average of over 700, something crazy on several of the hits. Again, expected numbers don't do anything for me if they don't score runs. I don't care what you're expected to do. I only care what the product says at the end. We lost six to four. It just not a very fun game to watch in the end. I know this is the Locked On Mauricio Dubon podcast and not the Locked On David Hensley podcast, but I do (laughs) want to make a slight correction there. You said this was his first extra base hit. It was actually not his first extra base hit. Um, he had a sure? double on April thirtieth. Yes. Okay. Well, well, they well they said that on the on I'm the broadcast. So. Pretty sure it was okay. A, yeah, I'm looking at the actual video. So yes. No, it's fine. No, I mean, I mean that. Okay. Well, then we need to correct Todd Callis because that's that's my source. It was against Aaron Nola. So. Aaron Nola. He got a double against Aaron Nola. Yes. Now, was it a single? And and then later, I'm joking. Um, that's fine. Okay. So it's his second extra base hit and yeah. his first home run of the year. So. All right. So Alvarez had two hits today. Bregman had two hits to raise his average to a whopping 205. <laughs> so. Hey, man. That's, I'll take it that's... right now. I'll take it right now. But this <laughs> offense overall is it's struggling right now. And uh, I know that uh, David Hensley's home run was the Astros' 8,000th career home run. And at the time of that home run, the Astros' career batting average is 255. So a little bit stats that you did not know. That's right. Hey, you only get that here at Locked on Astros where your team every day. You're right. Um, Hensley, and that would have been an easy lookup. It shows one double. Hey, he has half the doubles he had all last season in 2022. Well, we all know that he didn't have. He only played 16 games. He's played 21 this year. He is hitting a measly 138, but it was good for Hensley to get involved. He made a great barehanded grab on a ground ball, threw the ball across the diamond. So he did his part. Some of the players did their part, but it's a team effort. You got to play all nine innings. You got to get all 27 outs. When that 27th out is made, you have to have more runs. And they simply just did not get the job done. This season's going to be like that. I have an answer for you. And this is something that you and I talked about before the podcast. Brian Abreu was unavailable tonight. He had pitched three out of the past five days. Okay. Okay. So he was not available. That's why. See, (laughs) like, okay, Brian, I know you're unavailable, but. Bro, we got to put Montero in. Can, can you just be available for one more? Night? Well, you you want his. Let's say. I, I mean, know, I, I, I still know. think the Astros are going to make it to the playoffs. Let's you you want him his arm to still be attached. Well, so he's not the bionic man. Yeah, I mean, you also want him for one of the last two games too against the Angels, especially if you need him tomorrow right. night against Otani. No, I didn't know he had pitched that many games in the last five games. I just know. 
what I've seen lately from Montero and what I've seen from Brian Abreu more consistently. Um, Phil Maton, I don't know if I guess maybe he wasn't available, but Maton would have been he's good pitched there. I think in he, a lot of games recently, okay, too. Okay, so it seems they, like he's pitched in back to back to back games. So, uh, Dustin Baker has to take all this into consideration, and you have to go back and look at the bullpen usage. And this is stuff that, yeah, we could go back and look, but we don't have immediate access to like so, they do. So, Eric, has Jose Abreu turned the corner? Is this the game? Is this the game that Jose Abreu turns it around for the season? Because they said they're waiting for him to. He wants to hit himself out of the slump. Maybe maybe this is the blessing and the curse. Jose Abreu has woken up from his slumber, and he's going to start hitting more. He's going to start hitting more doubles. He's going to run score position. This could be the game, Eric. This could be the game. He didn't strike out. He got a double. There you go. It was a pretty good double. Um, no, it was a great double. It, it was a pretty double. good double. Oh, it was he, he got a triple out of it. Well, yeah, but it was a double. But yeah, I know. Are you discounting, dude? He got third base. Well, yeah, but that was on an error. That doesn't. That's not a pretty good Eric. That's not a pretty good double. That means that that the ball was moving and the player misplayed it. That's a good double. Okay, it, it's not a triple. Cheese. There's a difference between triple and double. I didn't, one thing. Eric. Eric <laughs> I know. I didn't say that, but you're downplaying the double. It okay. was a great double, dude. I'm trying to be always positive, always strows, and you're just bringing me down, Eric. I don't like well, it. You're trying if to you be... would have had a four for four night, I would have said yes. This is the start of it. Uh, but what we're seeing is if he, if you have somebody that's throwing something that's not exactly a fastball. He can catch up to it, but okay. It, he was one for four. I was thinking he was two for four. That was no. Jordan. That was two for four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's, he's still struggling to catch up with the high heat and he is, uh, he's still, he's able to uh, he, like the other day when he got some walks, that was against Marco Gonzalez. He throws a little bit softer than some of the other guys. So he's still struggling with the, the hard stuff. So I think that it's a little bit too soon to say he's turned a corner I think Jeff Bagwell, I think Jim Crane, I think the Astros organization needs him to turn the table, uh, the corner because he is the Astros first baseman. There is no other option. I don't care that David Hensley hit a home run today. He's batting 138. He is not the answer. I will say this on this podcast. David Hensley is not the answer at first base. He said he was the answer though. Huh? Who said he was the answer at first? Base? No, I'm just saying there's nobody here right now. So you this they're going to have to give him a chance to get better. And they're going to have to keep on playing him. Now, hitting cleanup, that's a different story. And I think that when Michael Brantley returns Wednesday, maybe Friday, maybe Saturday, maybe Sunday, who knows at this point? I mean, technically, he's supposed to be uh, – he can't play any more minor league games uh, past tomorrow. So they have to Well, make he's with the team, so he wouldn't make yeah, – he wouldn't I play any minor league I'm just saying officially the, um, his last day is the ninth. So, I, I um, bet you'll see him Wednesday. I, I'm just saying I have a real good feeling that he is being held out another game because you're not going to start him against Otani. But right. God bless America, Jose Abreu is probably going to be batting fourth again. I mean, even when Brantley comes back, 
they're probably going to put a Brayu fourth. And at some point, even as a veteran, even as a Stallworth veteran like no. Jose Abreu, I, I think that got they're going to move. push him down to fifth. You think? Yeah, I think they're going to put Brantley second. They'll move Bregman to third. They'll have Alvarez bat. Then that puts that puts Tucker in all the way down to six. That sucks. Tucker's they've they've always batted Tucker too low. We know that. Why don't they give Tucker the leadoff spot? Why don't they give Tucker the third well, spot? Why don't they put Tucker in the top three? You know, yeah. you can go. Let's not try to decide that because that'll be a lot of dead air. But <laughs> keep Diaz in there. Of course, we know Maldonado's probably going to start. But let let Diaz get back to back starts. Let him get into a rhythm. He was zero for three. He's never going to get off the ground, off the tarmac offensively, if you don't let him get at bats in consistent games, back to back games. Please do that, Dusty. Stop with this. You get once every four days, kid. No, just I, I know it's Frambert. We know it's going to be Maldonado, but upset the apple cart a little bit. Can I have the attention of the class, please? No, this I'm, is I'm, another I'm, no, game stop. that Yiner Diaz started and the Astros lost as catcher. That's not the point. That's not the point. That has nothing to do with him. It wasn't his fault. You know, the catcher, look, the catcher can't get, can't always get credit for a win or a loss. It's a team win or a team loss. Okay. Yeah. The pitcher still has to execute on a lot of those games where Maldonado gets those losses. He's putting his glove on one side of the plate and the baseball is going to the other side. That's not on Maldonado. That's on the pitcher. The pitcher's got to deliver the goods. And the Angels did get a little bit of beneficial calls here and there. Um, Bregman was not going for it, but they were calling strikes kind of all over the place. At the end of the day, you live to play another game and you go against the best baseball player all around right now on the planet, Shohei Otani. 4-0, Eric. 2.54 ERA. This guy's doing things. They keep comparing him and showing his numbers to Babe Ruth. Wow. Like this dude's gonna make $600 million plus at the end of the at, at the end of the year. He's gonna sign an 11 to 14 year deal. It's gonna be 600 plus. I promise you. It's gonna be between five and six hundred million. I just hope Otani's not on his game tomorrow. Can he just throw us some meat pitches over the middle so we can beat them? And Framber Valdez can go to three and four with this two six ERA. I mean, he's not only going to pitch Eric and throw 100 miles an hour, but he's going to freaking hit. And if he hits a home run on top of get five strikeouts, I'm going to be so mad because I love watching Otani do this, but not against this team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is what we have to deal with. And uh, I know Brandon on, um, when we're on the relevant podcast the other day, he said, Eric, if uh, the Astros were able to sign Shohei Itani for $500 million for 12 years, would you do it? And I said, yes. Why? Because it's it addresses two different positions. It addresses pitcher and technically catch, uh, pitcher as well. I mean, uh, DH as well. So, but, but that also ties up a lot of your well money. It ties up money, but what happens if that pitcher and hitter gets an injury? Yeah, I know. Now That's you're out a DH and a pitcher. So yes. it's high risk, high reward, I okay. think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
So somebody asked how the how Shohei Tani has done against the Astros in his career. I've looked up the stats. He's three and three versus the Astros with the three point forty seven ERA, and he has sixty eight strikeouts in forty nine and one thirds innings pitch, and uh, which is pretty good. The one bad thing is he's had nineteen walks, three home runs, and he's allowed nineteen earned runs and forty two hits. So. Three home runs starts. is not bad in six games. Yeah, 10 starts. Yeah, or 10 starts. That's not yeah. bad at all. Right. So of those three wins, are those all in Houston? I don't. Let me see. Um, I can look at that. Give me a second. So at Minmay Park, um, yeah. he's two and two with okay. a 4.34 ERA mm. and six starts with 39 strikeouts and 29 innings. And so. Okay. I don't know what it would be versus the Astros at whatever they call well, it. Well, if he's three and three versus yeah. them and he's two and two, he's one and one at home. Yeah. So he's one and one at home, two and two. So basically it's a mixed bag of goods. They've had marginal success. When Otani is on, he's absolute nails. Look, all you got to do is make a couple mistakes, uh, an inch here, an inch there over the plate. And the Astros bats can can manipulate that and turn that into a win. Their bullpen is taxed right now. They don't have a lot of guys that are out there. So if you can get to Otani early, which they haven't been able to do, but if you can get to Otani early, then you can knock him out of the game, bring in the bullpen, and rely on getting their bullpen hit. But they need at least six runs tomorrow. Six, seven runs, that's what they need. And at the end of the day, I don't know. Like, I guess I'm looking forward to the game, but I, I just hope it's not another win. I can't take a four-game losing streak. But yeah, Guys, if you want to go and tune into all the play-by-play action, go and check out the game tomorrow. Shohei Tani versus Frommer Valdez, 8.38 p.m. Central Standard Time. Go and check it out on SiriusXM. Don't go and download the SXM app. Search Astros and go and listen to every game. And yeah, we're excited about that game. And I'm kind of a little bit nervous about it at the same time. But that's what we love about baseball is you never know what's going to happen. The Astros could go out and dominate Shohei Itani today, tomorrow. And like we thought they were going to dominate Patrick Sandoval today because they got off to that good start in third inning and then everything just kind of fell apart but no the sky is not falling in <laughs> fact everything's people are starting to get healthy is michael brantley the answer the cure-all no but i think adding his bat to the lineup will help i think jose altuve it's unfair to say he's the cure-all right away but once he gets settled in and he gets he feels comfortable I think this guy will be the exact MVP the Astros need to not go through these dif- these offensive slumps like they have fo- found themselves in. Because it's okay to score three runs in an inning, but you got to maintain the balance of attack. You can't just shut down for what the rest of the six innings. Hey, at the end of the day, I'm Ace Town Wheelhouse. He's Eric Heisman. Found him at Eric Talk Strohs. Find the show at Locked on Astros. We're your team every day. YouTube, subscribe to us. Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Check us out and just know, no matter what happens, we're here for you every day. Become an everydayer. Go Strohs.
Say something about Maldi. Maldi, you better not screw it up tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs>